get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Do you struggle pushing past the fear to reach your goals? Do you ever feel like you're stuck or life today? It's like it's the same it was 10 years ago. Nothing ever changes. Have you stopped pursuing growing yourself because of, you know, maybe medical, physical, or emotional challenges from the past? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free. So you can stop hiding. You can show up fully yourself. And you can fulfill your God-given purpose. And you can do it courageously, my friend. Today is for you if you desire a greater life of significance than what you're living now. If you're open to seeing the limitations you, you might have placed on yourself, but are holding you back, I'm going to be talking to you today. And if you're ready to stop making excuses to change because of your past challenges... You are in the right place because today we're going to be talking about how to remove the limitations that we put on ourselves. We are looking at an invisible fence for our 112 pound golden doodle Yoshi. And it's the invisible fences are interesting because basically your dog wears a, a special electronic collar. You put a wire around, you know, the yard or the area that you want to keep the dog enclosed at. And then as the dog gets close to the wire, it it gives them like a a warning vibrate and a, a beep type sensation. So over time, your dog is trained. Oh, when I go near the fence, then, oh, I got a warning, you know, Something might happen. And so they learn to stay away from the fence. So here they are. This dog, this 112-pound dog, would eventually be trained to stay in our yard with an invisible fence. But where in reality is, why is it called an invisible fence? It's because the invisible fence is actually in their mind. That's where the fence really is. That's, it's their mind that is keeping them from leaving the borders that we've set for them. And I've seen dogs, they're so well-trained, they don't even need the electronic collar anymore. They just stay in the border. Because their mind has been trained, if I go near there, danger, warning Will Robinson, and they stay away. When you look at our lives, we all have had challenges, have challenges, will have challenges. I I love Andy Andrews says it like, you know, we're either in a crisis, coming out of a crisis, or heading for a crisis. Like, that's life. It's kind of a mixed bag. You know, many of us, maybe you've had mean words said over you. You've been rejected or hurt. I mean, you guys, I've shared stories of, you know, when I was in sixth grade and I got the note in class that said, we don't want to be your friend anymore, you know, and I was devastated as an 11-year-old kid. Hurts, 
abuse, medical challenges, physical challenges, emotional challenges. And these build up over time. And if we allow these challenges, they will train us to stop trying, to stop moving forward. They will train us not to pursue our dreams because when we start pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone, that little warning goes off. Oh, danger, danger. Don't go there. Don't go there. You could fail. Somebody said you're not good enough. Somebody said you're not smart enough. And so we pull ourselves back and we play small again. I've shared with you an invisible fence in my mind that was created of when I push myself out of the comfort zone, I, I get so scared I actually faint. And that created another invisible fence in my mind that says, oh, when you push yourself and get out of your comfort zone, this is what happens, so you better not. Too scary. Can't do it. You're not good enough. To stay comfortable, it's safe in here. It's safe in the boundaries. These challenges become that invisible fence in our mind. And it says you can't. Who do you think you are? You don't have what it takes. But here is the kicker. We have to admit to ourselves. When we say I can't. What we're really saying is, I won't. Brendan Bouchard in his book, High Performance Habit, phenomenal book. I'm still working my way through it, but like it's got so many sticky notes hanging out of it. Like it's so good. But it says, courage is not an occasional act, but a trait of choice and will. Excuse me. Courage is not an occasional act, but a trait of choice and will. When we say I can't, are we really saying I won't? Because I won't. That's a choice. It's a choice that we're making to limit ourselves. That invisible fence that we put in our mind. But we don't have to stay there. We don't have to be stuck there. I don't have to play small and be afraid of fainting. Could it happen again? Yeah, it could. But I can still choose to do it afraid. I still have the choice and the will to make the changes necessary. Changing how we believe about ourselves and what we're capable of is a choice. And not allowing the challenges to stop us and um, from stepping out into our purpose courageously, that's a choice. It's us saying, I can and I will. Socrates says, as Bill and Ted like to say, or Socrates, he says the secret to change is to focus all of our energy, not on fighting the old but I'm building the new. So yes, we can change, but we don't have to do it by this willpower of 
I'm not going to think I'm not enough. I'm not going to think I'm not enough. I'm not going to think I'm not enough. That's not going to do us any good. It's focusing on the old. What we need to do is focus on building the new. And in reality, to make a change, we just need to create new habits in our life. A new way of being. A new way of thinking. And a new way of thinking really does start with a habit. So what I want to do is I want to give you a way to create some new habits in your life. A way to change the thinking. To change from I can't and I won't to I can and I will. So the first thing you need to do is choose a habit. So December 31st, I decided I wanted to lose 10 pounds. Now, this is 10 pounds that I've already lost um, that I had put on back uh, over the last couple years of not actually just being mindful of my uh, portion sizes because I like to eat. Now, Mel Robbins in her podcast, she actually talked about this, uh, the research that was done. And you need to not just choose the habit that you want to do, but you need the next two components as well to create a new habit. And the, the, that is to know your will. So first you're going to choose your habit. Next, you need to know your will. And your will is what gives you the power to change. It's really your why. It's like, why in the heck do you want to do this thing to begin with? Why do you want to make this change? So why do I want to lose 10 pounds? Like, I, I, I'm at a, an okay weight right now. Well, let's be honest. My pants don't fit quite as well as I would like them to. But beyond that... What, what is my why? What is my will? What, what's going to push me to really make the changes I need to do and, and create the, the right habit to lose 10 pounds? Well, there is a VIP masterclass that I get to go to in the spring, and I'm going to be doing a branding photo session at it. Okay, so they're going to be taking a ton of pictures. You know, you're getting all the pictures done. We're like, I'm working at my computer and I'm standing over here by the road sign. And I'm, you know, all those pictures that you just kind of, you know, stick on your website or you put them on social media. And I'm super excited about this because they've never done like a full on branding session. Just done like a photo here and a photo there. So I'm, I'm stoked. And not only that, I go to go to West Palm Beach, Florida to do it. With my mentor, Lethia Owens. Oh my gosh, I love her and adore her. I'm super excited about this. That is my will. I want to be the right weight for these immortalized photos. I want to feel better. It is not comfortable when, you know, your pants are a little too tight, right? I want to feel comfortable in my clothes again. So I want to knock off the 10 pounds. That's, that's my will. So how about you? What is your why? Like, there has to be a compelling reason why you want to do this thing. Because I'm going to be honest, I've wanted to lose 10 pounds for a while. And I've started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped. And I never made it a habit and I never made the change. Until now. Because I figured out what I really want. Why? Why is it worth it? Why do you want to make a change? Is it maybe you have a belief that says, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. 
why do you want to make the change? I mean, it's probably not just to feel better. You probably have a dream, a goal, somewhere where you want to get, you want to live a life of significance. What is that? What's it look like? What do you really want? That's your will. And that's going to help you through those difficult times when you want to say, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm just going to quit. This is too hard. What's your will? Next thing you need to know is your way. Because this is the way. You have to break down how you're going to incorporate this new habit. So the way is the way you're going to do it. The how it's going to happen. For me, uh, with this lose it goal, I am tracking my food in an app called Lose It. Several years ago, I actually lost 40 pounds doing just that. And I discovered that when I track my food, I am conscious about what I eat, how much I eat, when I eat. You know, I don't just grab anything that is lying around. You know, there's a bowl of M&Ms while you're in a meeting and you're like, oh yeah, I just grab a couple, you know, and then you're going by the, the, the potluck and you're like, oh, I'll just take a little of that and a little of that and a little of this and a little of that and oh, I'll get some seconds of that. You know, you're not consciously thinking about what's going in your mouth. When I am tracking it and I have to look at, holy cow, there's how many calories and what? My goodness. Let me tell you, I am making some decisions. I'm making some different decisions. Now, it doesn't mean I can't have the M&Ms if I don't want. Although, I'm not going to be picking the M&Ms personally. That'll be my daughter. I'm going to pick something that's probably got some chocolate and caramel. Or even just give me caramel. Straight on caramel. I am a super caramel fan. So, it's not that I can't have some treats. But what I do now is I budget for my treats. It's kind of like with your finances. You're going to budget for something that you want. Budget for the vacation. Budget for, you know, the car, the whatever it is that you're wanting. So I'm budgeting my food. It makes me conscious. So every day I track all my meals and my snacks. Like literally everything that goes in my mouth, I track it. That's the way. That's how I'm losing weight. Now, What it's also doing is it's helping me to go, ooh, you know, if I exercise, I can tack on those uh, calories and that'll give me a little bit extra that I could eat today. Woo! So you know what? I'm also getting in a little more exercise. I'm like, you know, I'm going to take the dog all the way around the block instead of just down the street. So it's, it's those, that is the way, that's how I'm doing it. So How are you going to make the change? When you're talking belief systems, how are you going to make that change? Well, one of the ways is you you need to have an alternative. So instead of saying I'm not enough, I like to create affirmations of, of who I am, what God says about me. I know for me that conflict equals disconnection was always what I would say before. Oh, I, I can't do conflict because I'll create disconnection and that's like the worst thing ever. So I created a new mantra for myself was that when I engage with conflict, good things happen. That was my way. Now, so what, what I would do is when conflict came, because conflict always comes, it does. I would tell myself, 
when I engage with conflict, good things happen. And that would give me the push I needed to engage with that conflict. That was the way the, that I did that. You could do the same for your beliefs. I'm not enough. And then you could remind yourself, no, God says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Or I have everything I need for life and godliness in Christ Jesus. That's what he tells us. That could be a way, or it could be a physical thing, like I'm losing weight. And so I'm, you know, using an app to help me. Okay. Know your way. The next thing is it's all about the tiny changes, tiny changes. You don't have to do leaps. It's not a leap of faith. It's tiny changes over time, make all the difference in the world. So I love how in the lose it app, when I, um, click on the, I've logged my day. So like I got all my food for the day done. I click on it and then it tells me my streak. So it tells me how many days in a row I've been logging my food. Jerry Seinfeld, um, and he's been doing this for years and years. And he's, he's talked about this on podcasts and things, but he would write at least a minimum of a joke a day. But what he'd do is he'd mark it on his calendar that, that day. Whenever he wrote jokes, he would write it on the calendar. He would mark it off, okay? And he would tell himself, never break the chain. Don't skip a day. Don't miss a day. I love seeing my streak. And so I can see my consistency, But here's the thing, even when I get on the scale and it doesn't budge or, you know, worse, it went up, I remind myself, just keep the streak. When I'm consistent, the scale always gives in and those numbers start going down in the right direction. The same will go for you. Keep the streak. Don't break the chain. Do it every time that is a habit. And see, it's the tiny changes, the consistency over time that makes all the difference. There's a book called Atomic Habits. It's by James Clear. And the best book I've read on habits, I'm going to go back through it again and just really sit and soak and start implementing in more detail because it's phenomenal. I'm like, I didn't even know this about habits. This is crazy. But he tells a story in there about the British cycling racing team. And they hadn't won a tournament in like a hundred years or something like that. And they were so bad. In fact, that there was a, a bicycle company that wouldn't even allow the British racing team to buy their equipment because they didn't want anybody to associate the British team with their equipment. They were that bad. And they bring in this new coach and this new coach literally implemented 1% changes. 1% increases. 1%. Tiny, 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 tiny changes. You can do 1%, right? You can do do 1% better every day. A 1% adjustment. You know, maybe one of your goals is, is shifting your finances. Dude, you could do 1% in a savings account. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. 
And so over time, and they started doing all kinds of things. 1%, they would change the type of clothing they used. They would oil the tires a certain way. So they would, they painted the inside of the vans that the bikes went in so that they could see the dust. So the dust wouldn't get on the bikes. They would do like 1% more in their training every day for their conditioning. Tiny, tiny changes. You're thinking, this is not going to make a difference. The next year, they actually started to win. And in the following year, they started actually not just winning, but breaking records with 1% changes. 1% changes. That's it. Isn't that phenomenal? You can do 1%. Tiny changes. That's all it takes. Uh, FYI, I have had a 24-day streak, and I've already lost six pounds. Six pounds in 24 days. And all I've been doing is tracking my food. Little, tiny changes. You know, uh, one less piece of pizza here. Do a, a, a little more of a walk today than I did yesterday. Tiny changes. Same for it, even when it comes to your beliefs, tiny changes. You keep moving forward. You would normally want to say, I can't do that. But you're like, no, I can. I can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you take a step, just a step, just a tiny step. And you know what? The next day you take another tiny step. And over time, those tiny changes expand into great things. And the last thing I want to leave you with this is celebrate your progress along the way. Not just when you win, not just when you've like accomplished the thing. I'm not just celebrating when I'm going to hit 10 pounds. You know what? I celebrate it every dang day I hit a streak. Like, woo, all right, I tracked my food another day. You know why? Because years ago, do you know what streak I had? I had over a 500 was 573 day streak. 573 days streak. And then I lost it. And then I'd never picked it back up again. I'd tried. You know, I'd pick it up for a day or two and then, eh, you know, whatever. Going back to my will. <laughs> I didn't have my will. So I didn't push myself. So I'm celebrating that I have a 24 day streak. So every day I have celebrated the streak. I've celebrated the progress. You know what? Some days I go over my calories. It's okay. Do you know what? I hit my streak. And I celebrate that. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate the tiny wins. Celebrate any forward movement that you make. You know what? Maybe you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone and you took one step forward and two steps back. Celebrate that one step. Celebrate it. Because that's more progress than you made before, right? And those tiny steps will still make progress for you. You will still be moving towards your dreams. You will be changing. See, over time, even on your thought patterns, your belief system, every time you say something good over yourself, 
Every time you choose to believe the best of yourself instead of the worst, every time you don't beat yourself up and you celebrate yourself, you're reinforcing the changes. Those tiny changes are going to add up and you are going to shift your thinking and become more of who God's created you to be. Be able to pursue the dreams that he put in your heart. I know that's been that way for me. My gosh, conflict equals disconnection. Is it still scary for me? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But you know what? I don't shy away from it now. And before I sat, I, I would sit there when I first started trying to change that, I would go into this hole and I literally would like, um, like when I say hole, I mean internally and I would like pace and like my hands would like go back and forth. And it was like, I was like shaking because I was like, okay, do I say it? Do I not say it? Do I say it? Do I not say it? I was petrified. And I'd finally get it out and it'd be in these tears and it'd be like, <gasps> you know, the heaving crying. and the, It was horrible. Horrible. Do you know what? I kept pushing myself. I pushed myself past that awful display of emotion. And in reality, it was like that because I'd never pushed myself to do it before. I always ran away. I hid professionalhider.com. But the more I pushed myself, the more I took the steps, the more I would say what I really wanted, the more I would engage with the conflict, the more I would share my opinion, the easier it got and the easier it got. And, And now it's getting so much more easy. Every now and then I run into one where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can actually say that. That's, oh, it's going to cause some, some conflict. I still push myself and I keep moving forward. Celebrate your progress along the way. Now, reminder, this works for any area of change. I know I talked about like weight loss and things like that, but any area, beliefs, thoughts, dreams, goals, like whatever area you want to work on, something on yourself. Now, here's the thing. This works for you, not for your husband, your kids or whatever. You have to implement it. You can't implement this for your kids. Now you can share the information and then it's up to them what they do with that. Now, going back to, you know, this is just, This is just one way. This is some tips to get you going to change, to take off the the old and put on the new, to remove the invisible fence in your mind that says, I can't, but what you're really saying is I won't. And it's helping you shift to I can and I will. If you need more, like, because I know, because I mean, habits are like everything. Our life is literally made up of, of multiple habits strung together. Please check out Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is a phenomenal book on habits. And it will just like open your mind to things I, I just never even heard or saw before. It's incredible. So remember, got to choose your new habit to change. Whatever that is, a, a physical, a mental, a belief, a thought. Something that's going to move you from where you are now, help remove the invisible fence and move you forward, okay? Then you need to know your will. 
Why do you want this change? Because you need that to hang on to and keep yourself going in the hard times. Then you need to know your way. Because as a Mandalorian fan, this is the way. So this is how you're going to break it down. How you're going to walk out that new habit. And then it's, don't forget, it's all about the tiny changes. And celebrate progress along the way. Celebrate. You have got this. You can do this, my friend. I know you can. God has an awesome, amazing purpose in your life. And I can't wait to hear about it. Please tell me stories when you make progress. And you don't have to tell me like, oh, I finally did this thing. Like, I would love to hear, you know what? There was this scary thing that I wanted to do. And I, I, I took a step. I took a step. You know what? I signed up for the class. I created a new mantra. I, I took a step. I would love to hear that. You could actually email me at heather at heatherlbunch.com. Share your stories with me. Share your progress. Share your wins. I'll celebrate with you along the way because you know what? It's fun to celebrate with other people. Love to celebrate with other people. It's my favorite. I just want to thank you so much for listening. Thanks a bunch. And until next time, live fearlessly free.